Yes, indeed, there are more questions than answers. Like, shouldn't old people actually drive faster than everyone else since they have less time left to waste? <laughs> Hi, America. Hello, world. My name is Adrian Lee, and I am your host. May you live to be old that your driving terrifies people. My mother is such a bad driver, a GPS said, in 300 feet, stop and let me get out. Welcome to the show, more questions than answers. The only paranormal quiz show anywhere in the world. Each week, my guests and I will search the world's newspapers, websites and TV shows just for you to bring you the very best in paranormal talk radio entertainment and enlightenment. We will then test each other's knowledge of the week's events of the mysterious, strange, supernatural, unusual, bizarre, and just plain weird. If you have just tuned in, especially to hear the show, then I admire your taste. If you have just tuned in by accident, then I admire your luck. I am huddled under my quilt with a large flashlight and a nice cup of tea with tonight's guests, somewhere in the barren wildernesses of the Midwest Plains. With the sound of my elderly mother snoring distantly from the room next door. Each week we press our ear against the bedroom wall. Whatever my mother listens to before she goes to bed picks and pulls. On her unconscious mind, let's have a listen tonight. Jingle oh, bells. yeah. Do, 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 do. Oh, with jingle bells. Oh, yeah, because it's your birthday. Yes, it's your birthday. birthday. Miss Morris, it's your birthday week. Yay! Yay! Happy birthday to you. I went Happy to the zoo. To I saw a dead monkey. That's not nice. That's no. not pleasant. There's no need for that carry-on, is there? Another year older, Miss Morris. Yep. Have you had a nice birthday? 29, yeah. Oh, again. Excellent. <laughs> 29? Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember which 29. It's either my, like, 10th 29. Surely or... not. No, to quote the great more... Groucho Marx, you're only as old as the woman you feel. So snuggle under your covers, turn out your lights, and hold on tight. The rules are very <laughs> simple. I've got the Shania Twain song in my head. Oh, God. I feel I like, like a So does Nathan, but he can't always get one. Points will be awarded randomly for being interesting or for making me laugh or shiver in horror. Extra points will be available for shock and or value. To help me control my rowdy panel of recidivists and reprobates, I will employ what I have called the inappropriate bell. An example of this would be... The panel have no idea what's coming. I have no idea what stories they have for tonight's show, so let me introduce my guests. Firstly, the mysterious and Heather Vesson, Heather Morris. She's been a paranormal investigator for many years. 
with her own team called Hellhound Investigations and does all of her best work in the shadows. She is now one of the leading audio and DVP experts with the International Paranormal Society and brings her knowledge and research skills to tonight's show. She is also a producer and sound engineer. After winning the game this week, Heather decided to throw the ball into the crowd like they do on the TV. But apparently that's not okay in bowling. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the show, Heather. I've only done that once. Can't go back to that bowling alley. (laughs) Bowling is the ideal sport, isn't it? It's basically an hour of drinking. Beer with occasional interruptions of six seconds of exercise, which obviously sounds like Nathan's love life. Oh, six seconds? Wow, that's twice with a cigarette break. Unbelievable. (laughs) I also wish to introduce the man crazy, Michelle Corey. She was born and raised in Moira, Minnesota, and has a keen and having interest in all things paranormal. Michelle is doing crunchies twice a day now, Captain in the Morning. And Nestle in the afternoon. <laughs> yes. Welcome to the show, Michelle. Thank you. I had a goldfish that did crunchies, but only when you took it out of the bowl. Oh. Also joining us tonight is our resident attorney, Dr. Nathan Bush. Nathan refuses to buy a memory foam mattress as he would just toss and turn all night and confuse it. So welcome to the show, Nathan. Hi, Adrian. <laughs> I, on the other hand, often try to do something my memory foam mattress will never forget. Oh. <laughs> they're mad, they're bad, and they are paranormal. This is Season 3, Episode 81. And as we live and breathe at this very moment, there is a listening party <gasps> taking place. We're about to storm into the first round. That is a lack of general knowledge. And you can play along at home as well. You can write your answers, share your jokes, have gift wars. Because currently on Facebook, we're having a listening party. So if you go to Facebook, search for more questions than answers with Adrian. And you can play along with everyone here in the studio. And I'm sure you'll get a better score as well. We have five to 600 comments every hour on this. That's a great thing to be doing. If you want to embrace that, you're more than welcome to do so so with the hazard lights martin sponsored gong of infinite knowledge with the blinkers of facts and uh, why is the engine light flashing of statistics we have <laughs> let me take a run up it's always very very impressive on this very day in 1889 montana was admitted as the 41st state of the union happy birthday Montana, so for the very first time in the history of MQTA Radio, I cannot believe that. Strange, bizarre, and fascinating facts about Montana. Been to Montana, Miss Morris? No. Nathan, have you been to Montana? No. Looking at Michelle. So we're going to do really well on this round, aren't we? You can have a guess, I'm sure. That may get you some points. That's what happens every week, isn't it? Yes. Yes, it's a lack of general knowledge, and we're guessing, aren't we? What is it illegal to having your truck cab without a chaperone in Montana. So let your imaginations run wild. There is no wrong answer. You can stretch your cerebralism as far as you wish. What is it illegal to having your truck cab without a chaperone in Montana? Birthday girl, Miss Morris. Doon, doon, ch- doon, a chimpanzee. Ch- you are not allowed to have a chimpanzee in your truck cab without a chaperone. Right turn, yep. Clyde. Every which way but loose, you're going a chimpanzee. Mm -hmm. What are you doing with a chimpanzee in your cab in Montana? What am I not doing? (laughs) All things are possible. Michelle, what can you not have 
in your truck with you without a chaperone in Montana? A lady Bigfoot. A lady a Bigfoot. Uh-huh. Nathan, do you want to shout an answer out for me across the room? A duck. A duck. That's a very good answer. It is, in fact, a sheep. She's all in the right ballpark oh. area. Oh, God. The thing that concerns me about this is at some point, for this law to have been put in place, someone has just to have put a sheep in their cab, unchaperoned in Montana. <gasps> it's caused terrible problems. You know, you're trying to change gear or you're trying to, you know, fiddle with the stereo. There's a sheep nagging at you in the background. I told you to do the left back there. <laughs> My mother warned me about you. <laughs> if I had money, I'd be divorcing you. <laughs> 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 I'm telling you, we should have done a left back there. (laughs) (laughs) You never listen to me, do you? (laughs) That has to have happened at some point, do you not think? Wow. Totally. Totally. totally There's no points to be had anywhere. (sighs) How do you milk a sheep? Release a new iPhone. Oh! Yes, a little bit of satire there, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Worrying and scaring what animal is illegal in Montana. You can cause it slight consternation, but you cannot scare it or worry it, because that is illegal. We shouldn't be worrying these animals. What are you worrying, Miss Morris, in Montana that's illegal? Possum. You're not allowed to interfere with a possum's life. Don't get in the way. Don't give it consternation. Don't give it worries. It's on blood pressure medication. Can't take it, can it, the possum? Very stressful little animal. Michelle, what are you not allowed to interfere with? A porcupine. A porcupine. Also, an animal that gets stressed very easily. You're not taking it to the haunted house experience, are you? That would be terrible. It'd sit in the corner, rolled up in a ball, wouldn't it? And then you could roll it around and pick up all the litter afterwards. (laughs) Nathan, what are you giving... A squirrel. He's actually won the point. Wow, that's very enthusiastic for a squirrel. It is in fact true. You're not allowed to cause a problem to any little squirrels. A game which suggests that someone went around worrying and causing issue with squirrels. Would you not think that's the case? That's terrible. Otherwise, that law would not be put in place. By the way, the capital of Montana isn't Hannah, as I once thought. (laughs) I've got all night. I can wait. Wow. What can a married woman not do on a Sunday? And I'll give you a clue. If you're unmarried, you're not allowed to do this at all. But if you're married, you can't do it on a Sunday. Unmarried women can't do this at all in Montana. Miss Morris. Mm. <laughs> you can't make the bed. You're not allowed to make the bed. So unmarried women cannot make any beds on any day. Do the dishes. Do laundry. So you're only allowed... To do the laundry. You're not allowed to do the laundry on a Sunday. But unmarried women aren't allowed to do it at all. Hold on, hold on. Get a haircut. Get a haircut. <laughs> wow. Morris spreads her chips liberally. What if you were doing the laundry and getting a haircut at the same time? How would that you be? You can get that done at Walmart. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you can get many things at Walmart. It's a wondrous place of many wonders. <laughs> it's given me unbelievable belief. True enough. You are saying no laundry, no shopping, no housework with and, with haircut. And a haircut. Yeah. All at the same time. That would be confusing, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. I'll take you back to the mid to late 1970s. Do you remember Dallas with JR? Yes. Who shot JR was huge, wasn't yes. it? Yes. Don't My remember mother, me. I was born in the 70s. Oh, 
Because it's your birthday. <sighs> it's your birthday. Do I remember it? Wow. I was sat on a chair having my hair cut. My mother decided for the first 18 years of my life to cut my hair because obviously she didn't want me to have a girlfriend. Yes. And uh, <laughs> Dallas was on and it was getting to the bit where JR was going to be shot and no one knew who it was and she took the sharpest hairdressing scissors and actually cut the top of my ear off so i'd share that with you if you look at my ear and i'm about to take my headphones off to show you the top of my ear is actually missing she van gogh you she did me a van gogh is what happened then at that point ever since my sunglasses sit at an angle if you look carefully enough couldn't put a spirit level on there or a bubble level wouldn't work it'd be off to the right slightly sloping you're saying you can't do housework and get a haircut michelle married women are not allowed to do this on a sunday unmarried women can't do it at all do their special dance there's a special dance in montana do you want to do that for me right now does that involve pour some sugar on me by Def leopard by any chance a little bit wow nathan any thoughts of what married women aren't allowed to do on a sunday fly fish you are 100% correct. It makes me think he's been cheating and looking at my notes. I spent three minutes really? squeezing the lemon, and I think you've gone through all this. I think that is 100% true. Where did you get fishing from? Where did you pull that from? Married uh, married women are not allowed to fish on a Sunday. Unmarried women are not allowed to fish at all. That's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. Perhaps they're fishing for compliments. Who knew? But Nathan is on a resounding four and is our runaway leader, which is slightly concerning, I would suggest. Unbelievable. It is illegal in Montana for a woman to open what? There you go, Miss Morris. Claw yourself back some points. It is illegal in Montana for a woman to open what? What is she not allowed to open? A tire shop. She's... (laughs) Can you be more specific? Michelin. Okay, I asked. <laughs> I will give you 10 points right now if you can tell me the name of the Michelin man. He has a name. Michael. Why am I here? Yes, Michael the Michelin man. I can see what you've done there. Mm, I can't remember. I know it, but I can't remember. Anyone want to jump in and grab some points? What's the Michelin man called? The Michelin starred restaurant you know there's a michelin guide for stars for Uh restaurants there is a michelin restaurant in west london is named after him i've actually eaten there it's a very uh very salubrious or is it insalubrious i can never remember the difference but it's very posh it's in the king's road in chelsea it is called bibendum's his name is bib and it's bibendum his name is bibendum no one's winning points michael was close to bibendum it's got some vowels in it you'll find so it is illegal in Montana for a woman to open a tire shop. Yes. Good as any other answer. What's she not allowed to open, Michelle? A jar of peanut butter. A jar of peanut butter. Nathan's been cheating and looking at my notes. He's going to go with... Refrigerator. Refrigerator. This is something that you would do in the morning, perhaps. Mm-hmm. And uh, you wouldn't do it in front of your husband, I suspect. The toilet lid? You're not allowed to open the toilet lid. <laughs> That's going to be a bit messy, isn't it? Lift up the lid. You can't do it. Raindrops are falling on my head. You're not allowed to open your husband's mail Ah. in Montana. I got stuck for ages behind Satan in the line at the post office today. For the devil takes many forms. Oh, my. <laughs> Michelle, you're going to have to spit that in a bucket or swallow it. One, one or the other. I'm... <laughs> there we go. She swallowed it. It's all come out. 
You've broken the seal. <sighs> There's many people's birthdays today. I thought this was remarkable. Vlad the Impaler <gasps> love him. was born today in 14... You love him? Yeah. You love Vlad the Impaler? I do. He was a nasty piece of work, by all accounts. Very interesting. Though. We actually had a quiz on Vlad the Impaler, if you remember, so I couldn't do that today because we've already touched upon Vlad the Impaler. But he was born today in 1431. Now, what is remarkable... And this show does throw up a lot of anomalies that we think, how is that even possible? How does that even happen? Also on this day, we are wishing a happy birthday to Bram Stoker, who was born in Dublin, Ireland in 1847 and wrote Dracula. Nice. How is it even possible that Vlad the Impaler and Bram Stoker of Dracula fame were born on the same day? That's remarkable, isn't it? Awesome. Yeah, I love it. Just to continue our theme, born in 1966 was Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> you leave him alone. It's raw, you I muppet. I've eaten in here. Uh. I can't even do a quiz on Dracula because we've had him as well, if you yeah. recall. So we're working our way through all of these characters. Also on this day, we celebrate the birthday of author Margaret Mitchell, who was born in 1900. Does anyone want to jump in and tell me her most famous novel? We're about to have a quiz on it. Gone with the wind. Gone with the wind. Oh, points in abundance. Michelle shall get two. And Nathan doesn't give a damn. He's on six. This is true. <laughs> so the, for the first time in the history of MQTA Radio, I cannot believe that bizarre, strange and fascinating facts about Gone with the Wind. Feeling confident? Is that a film we like? Do we like that film? I didn't care for the film. It just goes on forever. Oh, God. It's like two hours and 23 minutes. I think it's the longest film to win an Oscar. Oh. Uh-huh. I think that's where we are. And I think... Vivian Lee had the most time on film of any actress that's ever won an Oscar as well. It just goes on forever, doesn't it? That's when you need an air cut. That's when you need to do that in (laughs) two halves. You could get quite a lot done in two hours and 23 minutes, couldn't you? You could run a marathon. There's many things available to us. Why were Vivian Lee's romantic scenes with Clark Gable so unpleasant? There you go. And I will suggest to you that Clark Gable did not want to do the film. He had to be talked into it why were vivian lee's romantic scenes with clark gable miss morris birthday girl so unpleasant mm, because he she was just married she was just married that's possible of course michelle why were her romantic scenes and by the way this isn't romantic scenes in the this is 1939 no one's gallivanting around naked is what we're seeing you see everything now don't yeah. you? you get the whole works not in 1939, but she was unhappy. It was unpleasant for her. Was it something about his teeth? You are going to go with something about his teeth. Nathan, any thoughts you want to interject to win yourself some more cheating points? <laughs> her girdle was too tight. Her girdle was too tight. What about his girdle? Oh, oh wow. I did think about that. This isn't Captain Kirk. Michelle, you have won yourself some more points. He did actually have false teeth but his breath was atrocious yeah, he was a smoker yeah. he had false teeth she really disliked his terrible bad breath if there had been tic tacs available in 1939 i'm sure she would have forced them upon him i want to know why people with bad breath always want to tell me their secrets <sighs> there are more questions than answers and i love this show now academy award-winning actress hattie mcdaniel was not at the film premiere in Atlanta, Georgia in 1939. To win your points tonight, you just need to tell me why. She's dead. She's dead. She couldn't come to the film premiere because she died. They had to prop her up 
They yep. brought her in through the back door. She's never looked better. Just sit there with a yep. coat hanger in your coat to keep you upright. Mm-hmm. Wow. You are saying that she did not make the film premiere in 1939. She actually won an Oscar for the Best Supporting Actress in this film, would you believe? Dead. But she was not at the premiere because <laughs> she died. Mm-hmm. Michelle, why was actress Hattie McDaniel Award winner of this film not available? Why was she not at the premiere in 1939? I hope I'm wrong, but is it anything to do with segregation? Oh, you are going to go with segregation. Nathan, is there anything you want to interject at this point to win yourself a double integer? You're getting close. You're nudging up to double figures. She couldn't get her girdle on. He's obsessed with girdles, apparently. (laughs) He saw his nanny wearing one when he was three, and it's all about girdles now. Yep. Michelle, you have won yourselves more (laughs) points. She played Mammy. She was not allowed because she was black. That's 100% true. In 1939 in Atlanta, Georgia, even though she won an Oscar as Best Supporting Actress, she could not go to the premiere. That's outrageous, isn't it? She was good friends with Clark Gable. And Clark Gable said, I'm not going. If you can't go, I'm not going. And she talked him into it and said, you know, it's okay. You go. And she died in the 1960s, if you're interested. I think 1967 springs to mind, Miss Morris. But I'm happy to stand corrected in these orthopedic shoes (laughs) now. Remember, always be yourself. Unless you can be Scarlett O'Hara, then always be Scarlett O'Hara. Now, British actor Leslie Howard, who played Scarlett's love interest, was also not present at the film premiere for a different reason. I'm going to give you a second bite at the cherry. Why was he not at the film premiere as well? Was there anybody He's there? Dead. He was dead. <laughs> so, just to get a gist of the evening and how this is panning out for me, Michelle's runaway leader, because Miss Morris's answer to everything I've said so far is she's dead, dead. and Nathan yeah. seems to be obsessed by answering everything with the word girdle. <laughs> There is a quiz in here dying to get out. You are going to go with the fact that Leslie Howard couldn't go to the film premiere because he was dead. Yep. You're not going with anything other than that. Dead. Dead. (laughs) Lovely. Michelle, just to give you a clue, he's not black. No, I know. (laughs) But there was a reason he wasn't at the film premiere. A different reason, but a very good one. There are clues in there. British actor Leslie Howard. Yeah. He couldn't get back in the country or he was in the military. Why would being in the military be of importance? Because it's go time. It's go time. (laughs) We're going over the top, boys. Killing some Nazis. Lovely. Nathan, any thoughts? He was visiting the Queen. He was visiting the Queen. Michelle is winning (laughs) so many points. Sorry. He was not. Don't apologize for winning points. I know it's a rare occurrence, but you are allowed to get some. This is true enough. We've been doing this for six years. It was going to happen yeah, sooner eventually. or later, wasn't it? Just by law of averages. You could get a monkey sat here getting points, I would suggest. We do have one in the corner. This is, this is very, <laughs> yeah. And I'm not referring to Nathan. Oh, what? There was oh. somewhere along the line, someone brought a stuffed gorilla into the studio. Yeah. And it just sits there staring over my shoulder. It's very bizarre. Loves him. What's he got on his head? What would you call those in this country? He's got little kind of BB boppers, I'd call them. Kind of little springs. He's got things coming out of his head. He's looking very Halloween-ish. Whilst you were celebrating over here and dancing and playing music and eating hamburgers and generally having a decent time of it, we were at war. So Leslie Howard had to go back to Britain to fight. He was in British 
intelligence, would you believe? He participated in the Second World War, so he wasn't there because we were fighting a war. Right on. There you go. We were carpet bombed for two and a half years every single day before you decided to get your finger out and give us a hand. So, I mean, you know, very grateful for that, obviously. But he wasn't there either because we were fighting a war back in 19. 19- 39 actually wrote to his daughter from the set of the film he said this film is a terrible lot of nonsense yeah he was not impressed he said heaven help me if i ever read the book (laughs) 100 percent true i thought she leaves gone with the wind that was then but this is now as we enter our favorite part of the show it's the mailbag we love the mailbag we love getting all of your messages and letters of support if you wish to do that if you wish to write to the team if you wish to share your favorite moments or the bits that tickled your fancy you can do that now on facebook go to more questions than answers with adrian lee and everything is there for you you can make your comments and i shall read them out heater our good friend and follower and supporter hi heater in new york says thanks so much for such a wonderful shout out looking forward to seeing Miss Curry's beverage malfunction on Patreon. Would you like to describe to our wondrously aesthetically pleasing listeners, Miss Morris, why he's saying he's looking forward to seeing Miss Curry's beverage malfunction on Patreon? What do you get on Patreon? Oh, if you go onto Patreon, you will get early release episodes sooner than anyone else when they're up. Episodes of more questions and answers with the addition of the not for your mother section you'll be the first to hear that as well as unreleased episodes and episodes made specifically for patreon and of course you'll get to see the video antics and we're all waving at the camera hello miss curry choked on a drink last week she did at the beginning of the show this week as well and clumsy and you get a chance to see that for yourself we've had some wondrous things caught on camera haven't we over the last few years oh god you were rolling around the floor because you were drunk and missed your chair i that chair is a bad chair nathan seems to be in control of it he seems to be able to sit his bottom down there without collapsing oh that was bad there was a few weeks ago for our 250th episode special the three of you were all vomiting at the same time that was a unique experience if you go onto youtube you can actually see some of the video if you go onto youtube search for mqta and poop coma (laughs) that's poop coma yeah poop coma Wow, fantastic cabaret singer of the 1960s. You're just too good to be true. Good old poop coma. (laughs) You will find moments where we completely lose ourselves through laughing. If you like a good laugh, go on there now. You can go to YouTube, search for MQTA and poop coma. Would you like to discuss, Miss Morris, because I need to have a cough and a drink, the platforms that we're on. You can also find us on many platforms, can't you? You can find us anywhere you get your favorite podcasts, such as Stitcher, TuneIn, iTunes, um, Spotify, Buzzsprout, Buzzsprout, Brussels Sprouts, Castbox, Gasbox. Yeah, all the fun ones. If you can't find us, you know, ask us. We'll point you in the right direction. This show's free. It'll always be free, but we are a few weeks behind on all those platforms because you're supposed to pay a dollar. To see us first. Just a dollar? I know. You can't even buy a Mars bar for that, can you? It's ridiculous. What were we thinking? But SoundCloud. I listen on SoundCloud if I'm on long journeys. I like to listen Mm -hmm. to previous episodes. Just a a quality control more than anything. Yes. If you go to SoundCloud, MQ, TA Radio, and you get an extra 25 
minutes of filth because at the top of the hour we stay in the studio and we do a round called Not For Your Mother because during the week when we're looking for our stories of the paranormal, strange, intriguing, bizarre and weird we come across stories of a more adult nature. There's stories laced with innuendo and filth and we can't read them out. But if you go to our platforms, if you spend a dollar, if you go to any of the free ones, you can listen to those as well. And people say it's their favourite part of the show. Deanna has posted, great show tonight. Thank you for keeping us entertained on a Friday night. The hour seems to get shorter and shorter by the week. Isn't that true? If you wish to catch us first, like Deanna, you can find us at 10pm Central Time on a Friday night. We have 100,000 listeners in 190 countries all over the world. Perhaps next week, Miss Morris, will read out the top 10 countries. We've not done that for a few months, have we? Larry has posted, I just learned that Adrian really likes s'mores. Yes. Well, it wasn't the case that I really liked s'mores. It was the case that we were going to burn Miss Morris once she's departed and popped off his mortal coil. And we were suggesting that around the funeral pyre, we could actually make s'mores on the back of Miss Morris's body being consumed by flames i think that was the way to go wasn't it someone mentioned a hot dog i believe it's good to have a plan einstein Mm. said that energy is not created or destroyed it's just transferred into my s'more fantastic (laughs) good news for everyone alva good friend and follower of the show has written very uh randomly moist (laughs) oh god (laughs) because someone on your timeline doesn't like the word this is 100% true, so thank you for sharing that with us. Any words you dislike? Any words you can't abide by? Globulous, assiduity, gusset, I mean, anything you don't want to hear? Mm-mm. I mean, words that cause you problems? I hate the word scrumptious. Scrumptious. Oh, scrumptious. I shouldn't have said it. I know a woman who didn't like the word bosoms. Well, that's not so bad. It's no, it's no worse than scrumptious, is it? <gasps> what about truly scrumptious for Chitty Chitty Bang Bang? That must have caused you all kinds of problems. Don't like it. it. That's very odd. Any words, Miss Morris? Alarm clock, getting up. Pretty <laughs> 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 much. Yeah. You can't think of a single word that causes you issues. Not at this moment. Nope. I'll Any come up with it. Any words you have a random dislike for, Nathan? Anything you can think of? He likes no. all words. He's an entomologist. Yeah. He loves words yeah. of every shape, colour, and form. Form. Yeah. Now, yeah. this week, on Tuesday, at 8pm oh. Central Time, we had the very, very first episode of The Curse of Oak Island. <laughs> now, we've been sitting through this for seven or eight series now. We should have known better, shouldn't we? Yep. It was a two-hour special. Just think, another 23 minutes, we could have watched Gone with the Wind. Exactly. There, and we'd have taken something away. If you wish to join us... This coming Tuesday, I don't see why we should have to sit through it, and you're getting away with it, I might add. Agreed. But this Tuesday, if you go onto Facebook, more questions than answers with Adrian Lee, we have a watch party of The Curse of Oak Island. And Michelle admitted to me she doesn't watch it anymore. No. She sits there on her phone, just scrolling through everything, yeah. playing Gift Wars, making jokes. It's a drinking game. Yeah. Anything you'd like to share, Miss Morris? Don't look at me. Fun <laughs> for all the family. Why I not join it. us? On yeah, there. we missed you, Heather, very 8 PM much. 8pm Central Time on Tuesday. I will recap for the people that didn't see it what took place. Um, I complained bitterly over the last four or five years <laughs> that all they keep finding is rusty nails. So it would come as no surprise to tell you that the first thing they found with their metal detector was, in fact, a rusty nail. Junk. Now, 
well, this may be junk, this is true, but it's Oak Island junk Yeah, is, is the difference. Now, one of the problems I've had in the past with this show is that they're just a bunch of alcoholics all sat around a table <laughs> and they're just guessing at what they're finding. Yeah. So in the past, they'll find something. They say, oh, this is Roman. They then spend an hour doing Roman reenactments with actors. <laughs> they then actually go to Rome. And then two weeks later, they bring in a specialist who's a buttonologist who yeah. tells them it's from 1972. Right. And I've just lost and it says Jordash. Yeah. hours of my life. So this is a rusty now. The gentleman from Birmingham has got a Brummy accent. Says this is a great find. This top is pocket. A top pocket find. And uh, he says, wow, look at this. We found a Victorian nail, a spike. So they then took that to an expert who said it was a masonry tool from 1480. Yes. Happy days. They then found a button. I should be winning. I said rusty nails and buttons, didn't I? Yes. Again, they find the button. They say, look at that. It's been hand carved. It's 17th century. Turns out it's machine pressed. Yep. So uh, completely wrong with that as well. If it wasn't for the metal detector guy, they'd find nothing. Nothing because I'm from Dudley and I'm feeling a little bit poorly. Shannon! <laughs> so, they're now draining the swamp, apparently. They're going to yep. look in the swamp. But I remember three or four years ago, they drained the swamp and found nothing. They're now going back to stuff that they did three or four series ago, hoping you're going to forget that they've already done that. Well, the ship's down there now. This is also true. This is in a very odd and strange shape. So if you wish to join us for the gift wars, for the jokes, for the laughter, for the fun, there was over 400 comments this Tuesday. Next Tuesday, 8 p.m. Central Time. Join the frivolity and fun. You shall gain yourself a shot if they find a rusty nail. And a button is where we are. I just want to give a big thank you. We did a Halloween event in Red Wing. Oh. I didn't get a chance to say that last week. But the people of Red Wing came out in their droves on a very cold Halloween evening. I did a ghost walk around the town. We then went to the Sheldon Theatre. We watched Phantom of the Opera, the original 1925 film. Why a gentleman at the front played an organ. It was very impressive to sit there watching an old black and white silent film and having a gentleman play the organ was very, very impressive. And then we did a paranormal investigation. We will be doing the same thing next year. There was a lot of fun had by all. How many people on Halloween night get to go on a ghost walk, watch Phantom of the Opera, an old black and white silent film with an organ, and then go on a ghost hunt? I'm sure you're doing that every other day, aren't you, Michelle? Pretty much. We may get Scott on the show next week. <gasps> I Love think Scott. we can talk about We got a lot of evidence when we did that investigation in that old haunted theatre so we may get him on the line next week and talk perhaps about all the evidence we got from that you can join my twitter account at adrian underscore lee underscore tips you can go to facebook all of tonight's stories all of the banter all of the gift wars all of the cartoons and camaraderie is on there that's more questions and answers with adrian lee we've got many many things on youtube search for mqta poop coma is particularly funny if you wish to have a laugh on there and my books are out if you're looking for a fabulous christmas read or perhaps a stocking stuffer mysterious midwest or mysterious minnesota my book ghosts and ufos is also out at the moment and how to be a christian psychic go on to amazon go on to all good book sites and they are there for you look at tonight's runaway scores michelle cory knows a lot apparently about gone with the wind she's on a nice rounded Eight, like it's Ooh. got a corset or a girdle, a as gusset. Nathan's obsessed with. <laughs> Heather, birthday girl, is yet to score, but all is to play for. Nathan has clawed his way up to six points, but I think there's an element of 
cheating. Before we run into the first round, that is Ghosts and Hauntings proper. Remember, we don't do orbs. Do you remember Lisa and John sent us some really bizarre-looking test tubes through the post? They've got liquid inside them. This one's like very dark red, almost black. It says Vampire's Blood. You've got one here called Witch's Potion which is kind of purple. There's another test tube here that says monster slime. So I'm going to pass these around. Michelle, you get a choice of slime, witch's potion or vampire's blood. Which would you prefer if you had the choice? I'd take the witch potion. You are going to take the purple witch's potion. I shall pass that on to you. Miss Morris, are you going to go vampire blood or monster slime, do you think, tonight? Vampire blood. You may take that. Nathan's going to pass that on to you. I'm going to prize the lid off the test tube that says monster slime, and I'm going to give that a try. I think you can just prize the lid off that, Michelle. Oh. I think you're in there. Oh. There you go. Oh. This is a test tube. I'm going to go first just to try some of this. Thank you, by the way, for sending these in to us. Monster slime. Let me just have a little taste of this. You're not meant to be drinking alcohol with it, Morris. <laughs> What's that, just to take the edge off? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh, it's really gloopy. It's like shampoo. I'll be blowing bubbles for a week. Hang on. Holy shakies. Oh, that's bitter. Oh, wow. dear. Good oh. God. Mm-mm. Oh, oh. It hurts. Oh. <laughs> oh. Do it again. No way. <laughs> oh. That's really bitter. I'm going to get on Kings of Pain. You Really? By drinking that? Oh. What does yours taste like? Taste it. No, you're right. You can't pull a face like that and go, God, that's terrible, and then say to me, taste it. It tastes really sour, grapey. Yeah, mine's really sour too, actually. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just no. looking at me like she's drank the vinegar from a Mm-mm. bottle of pickled onions. No, <laughs> oh that's not. I like pickle juice. What did that taste like? Sour. It tasted like I ate a spoonful of salt. Salt? I was going to say thank you for sending those in. I don't think I'll bother now. Blood is salty. Oh, dear. That's rough. I've got to read out some stories now. I need to get some points on the board. Remember, we don't do orbs. Ghostbusters star Dan Aykroyd is threatening to sue a couple from the Isle of Wight over claims that their skull-shaped sauce bottle design is too similar to his $500 bottle. He's 500 Dr. Pepper. He's $500 a bottle, vodka brand. That's a difficult sentence to read at. Ackroyd65 says the design of the skull-shaped bottle is too similar to his own. Lawyers for his $500 a bottle crystal head vodka are battling it out with UK-based bloody hell hot sauce. Bloody hell! Bloody hell. (laughs) Give me some of that bloody hell. They wrote to Bobby Powers, 51, and his wife, Rosie, 33, in Ride on the Isle of Wight, demanding they destroy all of their $17 chilli sauce bottles. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever been to the Isle of Wight? It's like stepping back into 1953. I thought I was in Back to the Future. The legal row blew up after Bobby approached the vodka's makers, Globefield, to suggest a skull-themed Bloody Mary collaboration. He said, I can't believe this big company is now trying to shut us down. So many products are sold in skull bottles. Ours has nothing to do with their market. You could disagree 
on the back of the fact that they've already written to them saying we can put a bloody mary mixture into a skull as well because they're selling vodka and they say no we don't want to do that so they go ahead and then put a bloody mary mix into a skull it's kind of i don't know where would you you're an attorney nathan where would you stand on that perfect he's solicitor (laughs) mike that just cost me three hundred (laughs) dollars Four, because he's thinking about yeah. it. His solicitor, Michael Coyle, said it's David and Goliath, he said. He added, I'm confident we can defend Bobby's design and his small family business. Globefield, co-founded by Ackroyd in 2007, had sales of $65 million in four years. Very I think awesome. we should try it. I think Miss Morris may have a bottle of Crystal Skull vodka knocking around. I do. I'm no drinker. And I don't like alcohol because I don't like the taste. But I think I've had a sip of that. And dangerously enough, it just tasted like, like water. Like water. Oh. And you know you're in trouble with alcohol. I suspect if you can't taste the alcohol and it's that smooth, it just mm. tastes like And water. it's not water because it'll knock you on your butt about five minutes later. Oh. Many, many years ago, I actually interviewed Dan Aykroyd when he was advertising his vodka. And his dad had a book out. His dad and his granddad are very famous paranormal investigators and they have many books out back in the day but i did interview dan Aykroyd about his crystal skull vodka about 12 years ago huh. now i put together i had him on the show for an hour and i put together all of the questions i wanted to ask him and about a minute before we was due to go on air we were listening to the news and we were on after the news and he said i don't want you to ask me anything about ghostbusters oh for god so sake. i just threw my notepad in the bin <laughs> You know, because Ghostbusters, obviously, to me, is like one of the greatest films ever. And the reason I'm a paranormal investigator. So Dan Aykroyd, a minute before I was due to go on air, said no Ghostbusters questions. And you're like, I guess we're talking about vodka then, aren't we, for an yeah. hour? Which is where we are. Same skull theme or don't cross the stream. You decide. Go to our <laughs> Facebook site. More questions and answers with Adrian Lemus Morris. What have you got for me tonight in the round of Ghosts and Hauntings? An anti-witchcraft potion dating back 150 years, has been discovered in a pub in Northamptonshire, England. The historic remedy, which was found after a chimney was demolished during roof repairs at the former Star and Garter... Oh, that's your inn, Nathan. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Garter! The Star and Girdle. <laughs> oh, my stars and Garter. Before you go any further, I actually know where that is. I, Do you? I taught in Northampton, and I've lived there. And you went in the Star and Garter? I'm aware of where that is. I'm aware of the pub. Uh, you're short of saying yes. Northampton <laughs> is very famous because Silverstone, the racing track, is in oh. Northampton. So all the Formula One, the British Grand Prix for Formula One, is held in Northampton. Ah. And uh, there's many occasions, if the wind was blowing in the right direction, you could hear the cars going around the track, because that carries, right? Whiz. That's a noisy, noisy thing to be listening to. But I know the area very well. I've lived there. Well, it's thought that the bottle dates back to the 19th century. According to researchers at the Museum of London archaeology, which bottles are traditionally used to help ward off evil spells and to protect the occupants of the house from witchcraft? This particular example contained a concoction of human teeth, glass, and fish hooks. Huh? Wow. I, huh? You got me. I will probably hide it away again for someone to find in another hundred years or so, said the owner. The building it was found in is the birthplace of Angeline Tubbs, a famed Tubbs. 
a famed witch of Saratoga, who still remains the subject of ghost tours at Saratoga Springs in New York, where she moved age 15. Ah. Given that she was born in 1761, however, it's unlikely that the witch bottle was intended for her. Witch bottles are quite common. They would put them in hearths behind the fireplace. They'd put them underneath the doorstep. They'd normally contain things like urine and uh, tano clippings and the like to ward no. off evil. It's true, I tell you. Yeah, witch windows, too. Have you seen those? Those are cool. Yeah, those yes. are windows turned to the side. Wow. Northampton is full of things like this. I've investigated many haunted buildings in Northampton. Just thought I'd share that with you. Back in the day with the Luton paranormal society miss morris that's a great story i should give you a couple of points there for being fun and informative charity bosses had to call in a ghostbuster to rid a store of a mischievous spirit who threw stock and scared off customers terrified staff members had to close the age uk shop and reported the incident to head office which paid 120 dollars for a psychic to clear the gall from the premises can you believe it's a charity shop it's set up for age concern and for people that are elderly to make money a charity yeah and someone came in to clear the place of ghosts and ghoulies and actually charged them 120 dollars that's terrible you'd do that for nothing wouldn't you i would if you do it for a sweater if you give well i'd prefer a screamer but (laughs) (laughs) no it's available aren't they They reported seeing a... Wow, if you are playing the Bell Buck and Snort drinking game, Michelle Corey liked that one. You can now have your first shot of the evening. Skull, prosh, cheers, salute, wherever you are in the world. They reported seeing a man in a tweed cap with matching jacket and trousers who threw items at worker Kathy Pitts, 61. <laughs> She told the son, one day I was working, (laughs) when I was working, a candle in a glass jar flew past my head, brushed my hair, and smashed on the wall behind me. It was the most petrifying experience of my life. Mm. I have never been so scared. Kathy Pitts had the shivers. (laughs) I did not believe in this kind of thing. Until it started happening to us. It forced staff to close the store for a few days. Bosses hired self-styled astrologist and psychic Carol Hewitt, who calls herself Gypsy Kaz. She claims the spirit was that of an old railway worker called Jacob. (laughs) Carol said Jacob was very protective and told staff at Age UK he believes the black bags of clothes in the storeroom to be his. He felt some people coming into the shop were being disrespectful of his belongings. And this would add to his frustration. Carol carried out a spiritual removal ceremony to get rid of Jacob. She added, the shop was fully cleansed and smudged with sacred symbols for protection and crystals to absorb any residual energies. Kathy added, since she's been in, it's all stopped. Age UK said it took the highly unusual action to reassure staff and shoppers. The evidence is thin or candle in the bin. (laughs) 
you decide, go to our Facebook site, more questions than answers, and you will see the story for yourself in glorious Technicolor. Miss Corrie, what have you got for me tonight in the round of ghosts and hauntings? A benefits fraudster claimed she was frightened to leave her home, but the spooky truth was she worked as a ghost hunter. Creepy. Nicola McVicker scammed almost 20,000 pounds, saying she had social phobia and could not walk more than 50 meters. That's not far. No. Just to the chip shop and back. Right. Yet the 53-year-old was employed by Ghostly Goings On, a firm that organized trips to alleged haunted houses, a court heard. McVicker, 53, from Drybook, Gloss, was also described as a party animal. Nice. Yeah, who went clubbing, and she was spotted dancing at a hen party. Wow. Department for Work and Pensions detective watched her jogging across the car park, despite having a taxpayer-funded mobility car. Gloucester Crown Court was told. She had acted as a paranormal investigator for three years, a role that required her to stand for long periods of time. You can sit down on a paranormal investigation. Morris has even fallen asleep a couple of times. I'm falling asleep now. Wow, I'm sorry we can't be more (laughs) entertaining for you. crank it up, Heather. She's been on the birthday vodka is what's taking place right now. She left Lindley-based ghostly goings-on in 2016 after being accused of dishonesty. But DWP officers witnessed McBicker in April of that year out shopping without problems. She claimed a police interview she had danced at a Christmas party but was so heavily medicated it cost her a week in bed. She admitted failing to notify a change in circumstances and was given an eight-month jail term suspended for one year. Prosecutor Chris Smith said McVicker, who had convictions for similar offenses, exaggerated her difficulties. There you go. Wow. Ghost hunting. Do you think that's something you can do if you've got some disabilities? You should be able to get around. Yeah. Having said that, I've managed to traverse some pretty strange places. We've been at the bottom of cargo freighters, haven't we, on Lake Superior? Yeah. I've been in castles. Medieval graveyards at night time tend to be a place where you might turn your ankle or put your knee out. Yeah. You went to the top of a bell tower once in an old school in Duluth. Do you remember that? Yes, right before the bell went off. Ooh. Yes, and now you're deaf in one ear, aren't you? What? I didn't want to go up there. I don't like heights. There was no way I was going to go up there. Where can you think of places we've been that would be impossible to traverse if you were struggling with your motor neuron skills and a lack of ability for your limbs to be working properly? Mm. I mean, we've been to some crazy places. The soap factory in Minneapolis, disused. Waterfall. Abandoned places. Waterfall. 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 When did you investigate a waterfall? We were going to investigate that one that Jesse James supposedly hid his his business in. Businesses. Yes, you wouldn't be able to get around, would you, very easily if you had some disabilities as a paranormal investigator. A couple were left spooked after they claimed they were photobombed by the ghost of the captain of the Titanic when they visited a Belfast bar. Cheryl and Luke Arkless, both 34, were on a trip to Belfast in Northern Ireland when they decided to visit the Robinson's Pub, a bar famed for its memorabilia from the doomed ship. If you remember, it was built in Belfast, wasn't it? It was. And all around the Irish coast. But after the Devon couple snapped a romantic shot together, because there's nothing more romantic, is there, than having a shot taken in front of memorabilia of the Titanic? Agreed. 
There you go. They were horrified to spot a ghostly face right behind them, which they believe bears a great resemblance to the ship's captain, Edward John Smith. It was oh. bunk. If you're playing <laughs> the Bell Bunk and Snort drinking terrible. game, you're now welcome to take another shot this evening. I was at university with a lady called Christine Smith, and she claimed that she was related. She said it was her great, great granddad, who was the captain of the Titanic. I have no reason to huh. disbelieve her. Cake maker Cheryl, a mum of two, said, My mother-in-law took three photos of my husband and I, all of them within seconds. That was a good idea. If anyone comes up to me and says, This is a picture of a ghost, or is this just an orb, or is this energy? I say, What do the other pictures look like? Take more than one. You can take as many as you want. Take lots of pictures. It was a bit cold at our backs, but we didn't see or feel anyone behind us. It was only when we flew back to London, when I was looking through the photos, that I noticed something blurry. I called my husband, and he said it was probably a person walking behind us very fast. Yes. But the thing Smart is... Smart man. <sighs> he was sceptical at first, but now he really does think it looks like a blurry man. Yeah. He just wants a happy marriage. Yeah. Stick to the original story. There is a strong Titanic background in the bar. <laughs> And the more you look at it, the more it resembles the captain. No, yeah, if you hear. Oh, I'm you're, sure you're embracing the I'm, captain uh, right now, aren't I'm you? I'm going to embrace it. You know, after in about five minutes, ask me again. Oh, 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 oh. On the right-hand side behind us, a band was playing, so he looks as if he's watching the band. That's Vanilla Iceberg. Oh, God, <laughs> Ice no. Baby, he says I was left with more questions than answers. Yeah. He's got a paranormal team called Paranormal Investigations UK to look at it, and they say it's genuine, apparently. I will throat punch them. He said he phoned the Bar Robinsons to tell them what had happened, but they said nothing like that has ever been reported before. They were excited and creeped out at the same time, but his wife is adamant it's the captain of the Titanic. No, it's not. It's a low-light photograph. In the picture. If you wish to see for yourself, by it's the way. It's not real. It left me reeling. Oh, that sinking feeling. It's not. Go to our Facebook site and you could decide for yourself. Why you don't, don't need a, to look. Put a poll up. You don't need to look. It's terrible. I'm trying to guide people to our Facebook site. Oh, well, you can look at that. Yeah, have a look. Yeah, have a look. Don't look at that picture, though. No, anything but. Is there anything you'd like to squeeze in? Are we done for the evening, Miss Morris? How long have we got left? Can you squeeze oh, one in for me? God. Read fast. Here we go. You um, need the points. A man has had a 12-centimeter-long flesh-eating tapeworm removed from his head, which has been slowly oh! eating his brain for 15 years. Stop it! You stop it right now! Wow, I'm deaf in one ear, and I've lost a filling. Unbelievable. It's been eating his brain for 15 years. 15 years? Yep. Wow. And his name was Wang Lee. No! <laughs> I can show Lee? you some Wang Lee. <laughs> Wang Lee first started to feel numbness down his left side in 2007 and has continued to suffer with fail health ever fail since. Health. Uh-huh. Yeah, foreign story. Sorry. He has <laughs> seen multiple specialists and was once treated for a malignant brain tumor as doctors tried to figure out the cause of his issues. But the young man's condition continued to worsen, and he started to suffer frequent seizures and blackouts, according to local media. In 2018, doctors discovered that a tapeworm no. Lovely. was living in his brain, making sandwiches and pickles. Oh, God. 
and they advised that the patient had to undergo non-surgical treatment as the parasite was considered to be in a risky area to operate on. Oh, God. God. So it's like un- dental floss all wrapped around your brains. Unfortunately, the tapeworm continued to live in Mr. Wang's head. That sounds holding- like a great TV show. Yes, I'm imagining it's holding all night parties and keeping him awake at night. Mr. Wang's head, the TV show. At night time, he's trying to get to sleep and all he can hear is in his head because he's having a party. So he actually, he recently underwent an operation at the Gongdong Sanjiu You can't just make words up. <laughs> I don't want to go to a brain to remove ha- it. I don't want to go to a brain hospital called Dung Dung Well Hung. No, it's Gong Dong Sanjin. Okay. Brain hospital. Brain Following hospital. the two-hour <laughs> procedure, medics removed oh a oh sparganum mansoni parasite, commonly found in the intestines of cats and dogs, but rarely in people, according to reports. Doctor Gu. I think I've seen a video titled that. Uh-uh. Told local media there, uh, the surgery oh, was a very, <laughs> a very risky. <sighs> so how, 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 risky. How risky was it? So risky. Okay, very, very risky. The live table worm was moving in his brain. Oh, Lovely. And we had to remove all of it, otherwise the leftover part would grow again and again, and he'd have lots of tapeworms in his head. Told you, they're having a party. Oh, for God's sake. It is not only one case our hospital has ever treated for patients with worms in their heads. Good God. Can you put your head in a bucket of water and it'll come out? Okay, I got a public service announcement from Dr. Goo. Are you oh, ready? Oh, Dr. Goo, what can I do? Oh, people should be very careful when they are cooking frogs, cooking oh! frogs. snails, oh! and snakes. You must cook them oh! thoroughly God! so they flake. Oh. A snail has got to be like a bogey with a crash helmet. I'm not eating that. Wait a second. Oh, oh no. Michelle's green. She's also, literally gone green. do not drink her water. So no water drinking. In the wild. In the wild. No wild water. No wild water, no snails. I've got you. No frogs. You must boil wild water before you drink it. Wild. It was livid. So just so you know, Mr. Wang from the city of Gongzhou in the southeastern Chinese province is now recovering from surgery because it appears they got all of the worm out of his melon. Wow. Take worm in brain or never the same. We now finish our round, which is called Not For Your Mother. This is the round that we cannot read out on air. But thank you for finding us. That means you've come to one of our platforms. So I appreciate you searching for us and catching up with us. Why not cut and paste your link? Whatever you're listening on, iTunes, Stitcher, Tuning, SoundCloud, whatever it may be. Cut and paste the link, put it on your social media and tell the whole wide world that you're now listening to the only paranormal news quiz show anywhere in the world and why not press the little orange love heart if you're on soundcloud to show us how much you appreciate what we do or leave us a nice little review like good job team on itunes stitcher they all help us these are very beneficial to our ratings 
if your mother's of a nervous disposition if you have small children in the room they need to go to bed with some cookies and milk as we enter the round that is not for your mother a yob that's an interesting word yob boy Double. well you're 100 percent correct back in the day in the east end of london it was a thieves can there were words that are backwards to stop people understanding what they are. So you spoke backwards so that police officers and security guards and people in prison, screws I think is the term, couldn't understand what you're saying. So the word yob actually comes from the word boy. Did you know such wonders? Yes. 100% correct. A yob who blasted a firework out of his ass. <laughs> you got to remember that this week was November the 5th in Britain. Oh, Guy Fawkes. And we have Guy Fawkes and Fireworks Night. If you're unaware of what that is, learn some history. It's a fun, entertaining evening for everyone. 5th of November. Remember, remember, the 5th of November. Or see the film Vendetta, perhaps? But you can go and look that up. Guy Fawkes, very unfortunate gentleman, hung, drawn and quartered, was about to blow up the entire Parliament of Britain. There's always religion involved in these things, isn't there? But a yob, who'd have thought four to five hundred years later they could have possibly imagined that when we were about to light the fuse on all that gunpowder on the Houses of Parliament back at the beginning of the 1600s, there would be a man firing a firework out of his arse. Well, like a bottle rocket, I guess. (laughs) There you go. A yob who blasted a firework out of his bottom in a moronic stunt filmed by pals faces the boot from his family home. Oh, Jordan Bucken, 29, can today be revealed as the idiot whose rocket prank went viral and stepdad John, 59, is said to be raging. Rocket man! Wow. The trawler man is away at sea but may have to find new digs when he returns. Plumber John's partner of Fraserburgh, Aberdeenshire, who asked not to be named, said, I think he's been kicked out of the house. No words can describe how upset we are. He's a stupid boy putting the video online. He's been doing good and he's got a new job. It's a stupid mistake. Asked about the video, John said, I don't want anything to do with this I'm being possessed I have to apologise that's been building up I've been bubbling up the ghost now for the best part of 10 minutes Lisa and John at the beginning of this show I I wouldn't say they made us but they have bought everyone test tubes I drank some monster slime this has been giving me no end of problems ever since why do we eat and drink things on air it's ridiculous isn't it you've got to talk you make us <sighs> this yeah. is true, but I'm doing 90% of the talking, I would suggest. I do apologise. I'm bubbling up the ghost as we live and breathe. Nice. Oh, you're... Th- <gasps> oh, jeez! Oh, oh! Oh, my word! <laughs> Morris just... Yeah, laugh it up. I'm blind in one eye. Oh. I've now lost all my depth perception <laughs> skills. Oh. A promising career as a first baseman has just gone down the tube. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking down. I heard the whack. <laughs> it's only my right eye, boy. I've got another oh, one. Oh, you got another one. Miss Morris launches a sour ball 
across the room. And why weren't you eating the sour balls last week, I might add? How come you've got some spare? <laughs> it's right in the eye. It's my Here, you want a patch? Good God. I will continue, despite the debris and missiles. Uh, let me throw that. Ooh, like a Death Star. <laughs> this is where you turn the camera and there's a big star shatter. On my <laughs> I would suggest that's worth a dollar of anyone's money to watch me being blinded across the room by candy that's being thrown by the peanut gallery. <laughs> at least I'm not firing a rocket out of me arse, am I? It's early. Next week's show. We are told how Jordan was filmed wedging the rocket between his cheeks as kids looked on. Wow. Yeah, he can't teach anymore. <laughs> as the fuse is lit, the fireworks showers him with sparks and singes his T-shirt. And then he gets it out just seconds before it explodes. Get it out! Lucky boy. God. <laughs> oh, no! Safety campaigners condemn the clip, which has been viewed more than 160,000 times. Jordan is not expected home until next week and could not be contacted because he's on a fishing trawler out in the North Sea. Oh, my God. He's in for a surprise when he comes home. Every man and his wife Great. has now seen his ass cheeks with a rocket exploding between them. Unbelievable. Unable to have a say or singed ass hair fireworks display. <laughs> Happy days. Michelle, what have you got for me tonight in the round of Not For Your Mother as I pick my eyeball up off yeah. the floor? <laughs> a children's Halloween cake has been slammed for featuring a cake topper that looks much ruder than the creator intended. Mm. A photo of the dodgy-looking cake was shared on Facebook, <laughs> and people pointed out <laughs> the trick-or-treat sign on top looked more like a swear word. Oh, no. Yeah, social media users said that the black lettering made the sign look like it was saying F off. <laughs> Lovely. Yeah. I'm going to make you a cake that says F off. You did. <laughs> Isn't it fantastic, by the way, that with Guy Fawkes Night on the 5th of November plus Halloween, yeah. there's so many opportunities great. to get into the Not For Your Mother round. People are setting things alight. There's yeah, drunkenness. Drunken, so disorderly. Joy, isn't it? Tapeworms. Wow. I stumbled out of a pub once and lost my calendar, so I was arrested for being drunk and disorganised. Oh, God. <laughs> a photo of the themed cake featuring orange frosting and cheeky little ghosts cheeky. was shared on an Australian cake shaming Facebook group. They are cake shaming. Yes. And luckily many people said they preferred the rude looking mishap. One person wrote, absolutely love it. The F word makes it even better. Another Facebook user added, 10 out of 10. I love this cake for all the reasons it is a fail. That's quite amusing. Can you imagine going into Walmart? You can get cakes decorated, can't you? Yeah. Can you imagine like F off written on it? Would they do that, do you think? Or do you think there's laws? Would I they think they can write that. They just can't write the... F, the full version. Yes. F star, star, star. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure from that story, and you can go onto Facebook and look that story yeah. up, that it's written in full, right? We're just saying F off because oh, we're yeah. on air mm -hmm. and it's not a good thing to be doing. Rhymes no. with duck. Yeah, I think everyone's aware of what the problem is. <laughs> Thank you for pointing that out to everybody. Sat over there, armed with sour balls, flying across the room. I have three more. Yeah, I'm, I'm worried. <laughs> I've got to tell you. Caught me right in the eye. Unbelievable. Dangerous. I heard, what, the, I heard the ping. I did too. <laughs> well, 
do you know what's going to happen now? I'm going to get up to leave the studio, <laughs> slip on that, and put me knee out. <laughs> like a double whammy. Yeah, yeah. We'll leave you there. Always violence with you, isn't it? If you're not mm. throwing missiles at me, you're giving me the finger. It's always something you're having problems with. Happy oh, birthday we... to me. Lovely. <laughs> wow. I should give myself two points, Miss Morris. <laughs> Shock X-ray shows 28 magnetic beads stuck in a man's bladder after he inserted <gasps> them in his penis. Why? Whilst dreaming, he was asleep. What on earth was he dreaming of, by the way? Was he, he thought it was a machine gun. Did he? But was he dreaming he was filling up a gumball machine? No. Perhaps machine he was gun. feeding cheese balls to a python in his dreams. No, no, machine gun. Why would you have magnetic beads next to your bed while you're dreaming? How does the? I don't understand how that works. He wasn't dreaming. A 58-year-old patient told doctors in China at the brain hospital with the tapeworm. God. He couldn't remember putting the teeny metal balls in oh, his genitals. Oh, he uh, could not remember putting a ball in a genital. He got the amnesia. <laughs> a big worm. He'd been dreaming when this happened, apparently. Oh, he dreamed so much. It's believed the incident <laughs> happened on Saturday, but he initially refused to seek medical attention, according to local reports. Mm-hmm. Dr. Yin Chan Min from Daxing Hospital in the city of Xi'an, told the TV he thought he could pass them. But one day went by and he failed to do so. Can you imagine, like a Gatling gun? Oh, yeah. He very much as they fall out of the end. He could get out of his twig and turn the handle, couldn't he? That's how people were mowed down during the First World War. That's how you shot your eye out, kid. Wow. <laughs> What's that Minnesotan-based <laughs> show that you watch at Christmas where a kid has his eye with a story. BB gun? A Christmas story. Oh, yeah, Christmas a Christmas story. story, yeah. What's worse, he had trouble urinating, so he immediately came to us. Dr. Yin said that he initially, the patient admitted to putting one bead in his urethra. But when he carried Eureka out an X-ray... Franklin? Not his Eureka Franklin. Yes, he's put one bead in Eureka Franklin. Yeah. <laughs> All he's looking for is some respect. I wouldn't mind. Oh. But when he carried out an X-ray, he was stunned to see a string of balls all clumped together. Why uh. didn't they use a magnet? Well, they did. This oh. is exactly oh. what happened. Dr. Yin <laughs> put a magnet up his bottom. Yeah. <laughs> Dr. Yin said the objects were two millimeters wide and magnetic. The patient has since had the colourful beads removed through microsurgery using a magnetic ring and is said to be recovering well. So not the Haldron Collider. No. <laughs> yes, he's gone to CERN in Switzerland. Yeah. Good God, they'd fire out of him, wouldn't they? He's now Jesus. dark matter. That's right. Oh. Good I God. Digital network. However, Dr. Yin said the patient could have suffered serious bladder perforation or bladder infection if it had left them in there any longer. He said, we have previously received patients who inserted wooden sticks, pen caps and infusion tubes into their urethra. What a party that was. Woo! Never get invited to those kind of parties. Let's play what's stuck. Yeah. Let's play an umbrella. <laughs> Ella, 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 uh, uh, uh. What did you... What have we got a collection of things in front of us light here? Light bulb. Light bulb? <laughs> what, one of those strip neon light bulbs? Is that where you're going? Great. I watched a show once at a place called The Roundhouse. It's a big theatre. Obviously, it's round. <laughs> and it's in Chalk Farm, between Chalk Farm and Camden in North London. It was the Circus of Horrors. Oh. And uh, I went 
there i got a free ticket because a friend of mine was making candles in the shape of skulls and they were selling them at the circus of horror and a gentleman who was a sword swallower thought it would be a good idea to swallow an entire strip bulb like a neon <gasps> bulb no so he swallowed the neon bulb and then they turned all the lights out and you could see all of his chest and lungs lit up it was a remarkable thing to see what was he thinking or in the land of the blind the one-eyed man is king oh my god That's you're the joy. king now well because i've got one eye <laughs> yeah miss morris you've blinded me in one eye i'm now a pirate what have arg, you got for arg. me in the final story in the round that we call not for your mother Mm. Oh, here we go. I'm so sorry. You're I have the yourself. most shocking cramp. I have a Charlie horse. You've got a Charlie horse. Oh, my God. Wow. I felt God it. works in mysterious ways, doesn't he? Yep. I think it's going to get worse for you, I have to say. I would get up and massage you, but I quite like sitting here. But bear in mind you were laughing at my discomfort of having my eye attacked by a sour ball. Oh, my word. <laughs> what would you like? Some sort of liniment or bengay? What are we looking at here? I need a wheelchair. <laughs> oh, I can't manage that for you. It's worth a dollar, isn't it, of anyone's money to see the pain and discomfort we have to go through to battle in our art. <laughs> Miss Morris, make her throw up while she's got cramps. Please happy, make it. Happy birthday to me. Okay. <laughs> Is it working itself out? Nope. <laughs> you can't go anywhere, nope. can you? You're committed. You've got your headphones on. You're not going anywhere. I don't have a banana. <laughs> no, we need some potassium, <gasps> don't we? That's what we need. <gasps> wow. What can we do for your crampings? <laughs> is it bad that this oh is making me laugh? God. Where is it? It's in the middle of my thigh. It's in the middle of what? Top of the of thigh? Or? Back. Oh, oh, it's your hamstrings. My hammy. Oh, my. It's either that or she's had an exorcism. <laughs> yeah. Hang on. <laughs> it's the Ministry of Silly Walks. All of a sudden, she's okay, and then all of a sudden... Oh! <laughs> Damn it! Do you want me to get a crucifix? What are you after here? Okay, one sec. Okay. No, no wait. No, no it's no. still going. I think Miss Morris... I'm so sorry. Miss Morris should carry on reading her story. Yes, please. Go on, then. Let, I want to see care. her be sick while this is taking place. <laughs> oh. Crab live on air. Nothing more exciting, is there? Oh, well... Don't move, would be my advice. Do you know someone that could help make a vasectomy ring? <laughs> a what? <laughs> See, that's taking your mind off of it. This is the question one British dad is asking, and it is just as bizarre as it sounds. He needs to stop. The unnamed man who has five kids is preparing to have a vasectomy at the end of November <laughs> during the Thanksgiving. slipped and got the sack. Uh, but he hopes to immortalize his live sperm before then <laughs> in a piece of jewelry. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> I'll, do you what nice, next? I'll do you a nice tiara and a, and a necklace. Uh, I try not to judge, but damn it. You know, I've always wanted a diamond ring, but I suppose a sperm ring would be just as good. I'll give you a sperm ring. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Michelle. She doesn't know whether to be sick or, or Every time she laughs, her hamstring cramps up again. As soon as the show's finished, I'll help you stretch I should have never switched chairs. <laughs> no, I want my chair back. That's the cramp chair. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> this ring 
will then be given as an amusing Christmas gift to his wife. To his mother. Which he's trying to get made. The London-based dad says he and his wife are always pranking each other with unusual gifts, and he thinks this one could be the best yet. In order to see his idea become a reality, the man has contacted online local services marketplace Bark.com. He said, to cut to the chase, I'm looking for a jeweler who can put my sperm into a ring, which I can then give to my wife for Christmas. Lovely. Put it right in her stocking. Perfect. Wow. Do you want to join it Can it come it down her chimney? <laughs> oh, good time. That's terrible. <laughs> I'm dying. I know that. You're dying. <laughs> this is like a dressing station during the Crimea like War. Old people. I've got Lord. A, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a sore eye and I'm coughing me lungs up. <laughs> I got a bad leg. People get a purple heart for less in this country. (laughs) This show's dangerous. (laughs) Hurry up, she's in pain. I know this is super. Get north. (laughs) It's heading north. Where's that giraffe then, isn't it? Do you want me to massage the knot out? What are we looking at here? I know this is super <laughs> weird, but I'm due to get a vasectomy at the end of November, and I wanted to do something funny with the last few oh. living sperm I've got. Oh, the last few pals. As they're doing a backstroke, kind of like a keepsake of my manhood. Oh. Kai Feller, co-founder of Bark.com, said, This is definitely one of the weirdest requests we've received in a while, but as always, we're happy to help our customers find a professional who can facilitate their needs. One lump or two. No matter how obscure some might disapprove of coming and putting it in a ring i'm one of them but if people are having rings made out of breast milk and human uh, ashes are they, are they though they're, they're I need, we need the full collection oh, dear god <laughs> It's like Pokemon. You got one collect- ring to unite them all. Because <laughs> it's like Lord of the Rings. <laughs> My precious. Why can't sperm be made into one as well? We urge anyone with the skills to create this type of ring to get in oh, touch with us. I'm a jizz artist. Look. Yeah. So, if you know someone, contact Bark.com because they would love to hear from you and make a sperm. Spunk ring. Special sperm ring. Or what were they thinking? You decide. Go to our Facebook site. More questions and answers with Adrian. It's been a very dangerous round, isn't it? Uh-huh. We've managed to get through this unscathed. We shall reschedule back at the dressing station next time and then go over the trenches again as we live and breathe. Well, all good things come to an end so let's look at tonight's scores in last place with the k2 meter and the dead battery is birthday girl miss morris who's in fourth place with a nice four she gets a chili sauce in a crystal skull and a go in a racing car so that's not the end of the world is it in third place tonight is myself i scored (laughs) five i get a concoction of teeth and fish hooks and a night in a charity shop so that's good news for me i should grab my sleeping bag and my Hello, Nathan managed to claw himself up to a cheating resplendent six. He gets a night clubbing, so watch out all those seals. 
God. <laughs> and with an alleged disabled ghost hunter. And then a week in bed. So he's looking forward to all of that. But tonight's first place winner, winning the $33,000 IR camera with amazing double integer of 10, is Michelle Corrie, who seems to know a lot about Gone with the Wind. She gets a week on the Titanic oh. and a Botfly larvae. So you've had better weeks, haven't you? <laughs> Do not fear, listener. Remember, we're back with a whole new bunch of stories next week at the same time. And I would love for you to join me for a fun and informative journey through the world of the paranormal, intriguing, strange, bizarre and weird. My gratitude and greatest thanks are extended to Lorna Hunter, Heather Morris, Yaton Trainer, Michelle Corrie and Nathan Bush. All at the International Paranormal Society at interparanormal.net. And all of the show's sponsors, including the Lakes Area Paranormal Interest Group and MUFON of minnesota remember you can now jump over to soundcloud search for mqta radio and you get an extra 20 to 25 minutes of feel it just remains for me to say thank you for listening and remember be interested and interesting good night